uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Today's episode was recorded at UC Expo 2018 and in it I spoke to Ring Central. I was lucky enough to be joined by two guests, Prafil Shah, who is Chief Strategy Officer at Ring Central, but first up I spoke to Curtis Peterson, who is their Engineering, Operations and Product Technology Executive. I wanted to speak to Curtis about the event from their perspective, but also get an update on their latest news, which was announced for the Expo. Have a listen. So I'm here with Curtis Peterson at UC Expo 2018. Firstly, Curtis, how have you, were you here yesterday? How have you found the show? Uh, yeah, sure was. I was here yesterday. It was a lot of excitement, a lot of people running through here. And uh, I think one of the things I'm, I'm kind of noticing and a uh, little bit of it, you know, coming from my perspective at Ring Central, is uh, some of the brands are starting to float to the top. You're starting to see, you know, a clear few choices. You're right, there's a lot of good hundreds. brands here, aren't there? There's a lot of the major players. Absolutely, and and they have good people here with product in front of customers and choice and the ability to really look at uh, what do you want and what do you need. And in terms of, from your perspective at Ring Central, what's the what's the main reason for for attending an event like this? Is it brand awareness, as we were talking about then, or? But is it sales leads? Is it brand awareness? Is it talking to your technology partners? All of that sort of thing. Yeah, so I, I think if you dig deep down into the ROI of a plan like that, they're gonna, someone's going to say, well, how, how many leads do we generate? Yeah. But the real reason for the shows like this is, I, I think, is brand awareness and thought leadership. And when you get those two together and you start creating an attraction to your brand from in customers' minds beyond the meeting space, uh, you're really building something special long-term. And I suppose, as you said, an event like this, you know, it, it's a really good way to, for you guys to get your finger on the pulse of what's going on in the industry, talk to customers, as you said, try and understand the trends, the technology developments that are going on in, in competitors and partners and all of this sort. Absolutely. We're in the business of solving problems. And uh, in a show like this, when you've got a bunch of your customers or potential customers or even people you may not have thought would be customers already you know, looking for solutions, already having issues that they're trying to deal with, uh, it really gives us the opportunity, a front row seat, right into that customer's mind. And is this your first time at UC Expo? Are you based in the States? I take it you're not based in the UK. <laughs> I'm not based in the UK, but uh, it's actually my fourth UC Expo in a row. Wow, so you're a veteran. This is my UC Expo virginity, so I have no basis for comparison. But compared to previous years, have you noticed uh, development in the trends? Do you think it's bigger, smaller, that sort of yeah, I think uh, the couple of trends I'd point out, uh, you know, the first one I mentioned is, you know, some brands are elevating to the top. Um, the second one is the activity around active buying. People aren't sticking their toe and going, I wonder if I should do something in cloud. Four years ago, that might have been true. Today, it's like, of course, I'm doing something in the cloud. And, and the other the thought leadership is just way advanced now. A few years ago, it was... How do I replace a prem system? How do I park and hold calls? And, you know, why does that secret work? Now we're talking about AI. We're talking about advanced contact centers. We're talking about deep collaborations. I mean, this is really, uh, I think those trends are, are, are just getting started. That's a really interesting point. It's actually something we were discussing here at UC today. You know, a few years ago, the criteria seemed to be for replacing a system. You had say five set bullet points of key features that had to be matched and then once you know purchasing or whatever it was had matched those in certain solutions it was oh which one's the cheapest but but now in terms of you're absolutely right in terms of development of other technology solutions companies like Ring Central you offer so much more than just a basic feature replacement isn't it it's an it's an enhancement 
of a solution and the options that people can bring in terms of emerging technologies and integration. Yeah, we like to think that we're bringing an entire business communication suite in and that we're addressing multi-generational communication. So all the way from someone who grew up on a, you know, a five-digit dial plan for inside their company all the way down to the Gen Z that only works in a messaging platform on a mobile phone. How, how do you bridge all those in one communication platform inside a business? And, and, and we think we solve end to end on that. And one of the things you touched on earlier, one of the main reasons for attending is, you know, talk to technology partners. And you, you have announced some news here, haven't you, in terms of uh, partners in providing uh, software-defined wide area networking? Uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we've, we've announced a program where we certify SD-WAN providers. And what we look for in our SD-WAN uh, providers is that they treat UCAS well. So we look for the ability to fail calls between circuits so people can get a higher level of uh, resiliency at the edge. We look for um, SD-WAN vendors that improve the quality of the call, specifically uh, for hard phones, which don't have um, Ring Central software in them, where we do that already. Um, and then we look at uh, the ability to visualize the information on a WAN. I, I, I think that's actually one of the secret things of SD-WAN. I've, I've been a network engineer for almost 25 years, and getting visibility into the wide area network usage by application has been this elusive yeah, uh, absolutely. thing yeah. forever. And SD-WAN. Difficult to quantify. Yeah. And, and expensive. It doesn't come with Cisco. It doesn't come with Juniper. It doesn't come with your firewall vendor. You had to bolt on another system, but uh, SD-WAN gives that you know one-page view. So we certify the vendors, uh, and we have vendors like VeloCloud, CloudGenix, Riverbed, and then we have some carrier vendors as well, which provide both the transport and the SD-WAN, like uh, Windstream and, and, and GTT. And the whole the whole end game, isn't it, is to absolutely enhance that application experience. And, and you know, as a, as a networking guy of much more experience than I have, you know, the network never gets any credit for anything, does it? You know, the only thing people ever worry about is that end user experience. Uh, no, the network is always the first to be blamed. So it's... it's it, the first it, to be blamed and the last to be praised, I believe. <laughs> yeah, they stopped work, uh, waiting for praise a long time ago. <laughs> no, I think the, you know, the key on that is, again, um, you know, a partnership program for us works well with our customers because... We're, we're the UCAS service piece, and we want it to work better, and we want it to sound perfect, and we want to add resiliency. But we're not the only reason a company would design a WAN network. They have other applications they need to support. They may even have some internal business objectives, point-of-sale systems, maybe internal security cameras running over the WAN, other things like this. So we need to play friendly in that market and allow choice. And I think that's what our program is doing, is allowing choice. Curtis, I realize you know, you'll have a busy show ahead of you. I hope you enjoy the rest of the final day of UC Expo. And thanks so much for coming to UC today and coming onto the podcast. Absolutely, anytime. Then I spoke to Prafal Shah and asked him what the main reason was for customers approaching Ring Central at the event to find out more about their portfolio. Well, it generally starts with not wanting to buy some technology for the sake of technology. They're coming because the current it's almost exclusively legacy systems, Avaya, Cisco's, Mitel, Shortel, things that are basically built around the yester age, you know, of fixed line, voice only, no mobility, no multi, uh, multi-channel way of communication. The, it's not a smartphone-centric system. No. The users have already left. The users are communicating in all different ways. But what you have is the old legacy systems that are basically voice-only fixed line. It doesn't serve the purpose of the business or the 
they are going and looking for a better, newer solution to make their people more productive, and that's where they're coming from, looking to Ring Central. And you're right, that is the, one of the main differentiators, isn't it, with a product like Ring Central, in, in terms of the enhancements that you can add in terms of the, the developments in, uh, in emerging technologies that you're using and some of the, the, the business improvements that you can offer over, as you said, uh, you know, an old-fashioned on-premise system. Yeah, well, I mean, look, I'll keep it very simple. If you look at it, I'll just say the smartphones change behavior of every user. The smartphones, when they came out now, the, they call it a smartphone, but the phone is 10% of the uh, smartphone is 10% voice and 90% not a, not a, you don't call on people. 90% of the use is not just calling and talking to somebody. Yeah, of course, yeah. Well, if that is our behavior of communication has changed, we text, we video, we use WhatsApp in our per, per personal life. We do all kinds of uh, 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 communication in different ways, not just call people. So if that is true in our personal life, we have to use that kind of communication tools also in our business life because that's so much quicker, better, faster, more efficient. So why? Not, uh, so if that is true, then how come uh, the businesses cannot live with legacy systems that is based voice only? Okay. So what, what is the now answer? The answer to that thing is just like people have moved to smartphones, the end users for their use. The business needs a smartphone system. A smartphone system is voice, video, messaging, texting, all kinds of things can be done in a single application, single solution. Just like a single de device end users use for smartphone, the company needs a smartphone system. And that's what they're coming to look for. And do you think that proportion of, in terms of, you're absolutely right, in terms of a, a, a smartphone or whatever it might be, an iPhone or a Samsung yeah, phone, it, like you said, it, 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 probably 10%. And often, I think with the younger generations, the percentage they use even voice less. for is even less. So with, with a business system, voice is probably a slightly higher proportion, isn't it? But you're absolutely right. It's, a, it's only one component, isn't it, of a, of a successful business system. Exactly. So the business, the business communication system, I'll, I'll, I'll put it slightly differently. Think of it. Your end users are all behavior change because of smartphones. They are not going back. Okay, if they are not going back, here is the challenge you have, correct? You can address it two ways. In one way, where everybody says, oh, my business phone system is so crap, I don't even know how to pick up my voicemail from that. So 90% of the time, people will say, you know, just call my mobile. And I'll use my mobile number as my personal, uh, my business number also. Yeah, absolutely. That's what is happening, yes. correct? Yeah. Well, that's fine, except for a big problem. If you have a thousand-person business and everybody is running, everybody is using the personal email address for business, how effective would be that business be operating? No, absolutely. And what have you got then from an enterprise perspective in terms of manageability and deployment? Privacy, yeah, uh, absolutely. Security. security. And what about the thing that when your sales rep moves to your competitor, the customer is calling the rep, not the company. Yes. Yeah. So the thing is, there's so many issues with trying to, now the users want to use that, they want to use the different modes of communication. They're not going to change. It is the job of the company and the IT to provide a business phone system, that is a smartphone system, that will let them communicate in different, but with a business identity. Yes, completely. And that's what is all about Ring Central is trying to do different modes of communication 
using your smartphone devices or your desktop devices, whatever you want, independent of type of device, independent type of uh, way you want to communicate, independent from where you want to communicate. And that kind of phone system, a smartphone system, is less of, it's, there is voice, you have to provide voice, but everything else you can now communicate, in, but it can be only done in the cloud now, because people are everywhere using all kinds of devices. And so a smartphone system is very, very critical. And the reason Ring Central is doing phenomenally well, we are a $600 million company growing yeah. at over 35 or 34%. Last Taking a lot of market share as you do. Oh, we are. We are, uh, we are more than twice as large as any other cloud provider. We are growing more than twice as fast. While the legacy systems, whether it's Avaya, Cisco's, Mitel, Shortel, <clears throat> Everybody's uh, the real legacy. The, the Samsung, real legacy. Panasonic, that's yeah. all going away, consolidating or shrinking. Yeah. It's like any other business, right? The technology changes so fast that uh, the companies that do well is basically which are way ahead of providing a next generation solution to the businesses. Well, something I'd like to get your opinion on was something I was thinking last night and talking to my, my publisher about was if you look at the, the business communications market 20 years ago so say you look at 1998 and the providers that existed in 1998 and then the providers that exist now in 2018 and then we look ahead to 2038 do you think you know very few of these providers are going to be you know still around in 2038 because very few of the providers that were around in in 1998 are around now excellent absolute point that's uh, a very interesting point let's talk about this before the iPhone is introduced, 2007, think of it, what's happening. When iPhone came about, the biggest f device or the smart uh, mobile phones were Blackberry, Blackberry Nokia, Nokia yeah. um, uh, Motorola. Uh, Very good point. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. those are, where are the, I mean that, okay, yeah, but that's, but besides that, let me tell you what happened. Those were the phone guys, those provided the voice communication. What happened to all the people who are providing dictaphones? What happened to all the people who are uh, selling pocket cameras? What happened to all the people who are selling video cameras for and consumers? Uh, yeah, okay, recorders. What, 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 all this, it, that one device, did it better, cheaper, in cheaper in the sense combined yes, cheaper, yes, and, yeah. and better usability, yeah. a more better, convenient, more yeah. convenient, yeah. and uh, more powerful. Well. That was what did in the smartphone area, what did it to all the other legacy vendors in that care, Motorola, Nokia, all those kind of people. Put them all out of business and very quickly. Now you take the smartphone, take equivalent, the smartphone system. All the people who just do voice and the, all the legacy guys, they will not survive. It will have to be smartphone system that does all of these things in one solution and does it better, quicker, easier, cheaper, more convenient, more powerful, and that means that all the legacy guys, whether it's uh, a wire, whether it's Cisco, whether it is uh, Shortel, Mitel, they're all uh, slowly going away anyway. They're shrinking so fast. So that is going to happen, it's happening. And that is the base, that analogy is, gives you the, exactly what's happening in the market. Fascinating. It's always it's always fascinating to chat to you. So, Prafal, first of all, I hope you enjoy the rest of UC Expo, and thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, thank you, and thank you for the invitation, and uh, hope to see you soon again.
Big thanks to both Curtis and Praffle from Ring Central for coming onto the podcast with me. There is loads more UC Expo content to come from us, so stay tuned to Out Loud for more great interviews that we recorded at the event. In the meantime, if you can't wait, head to uctoday.com and there is loads on there too, as well as on our social media channels. Also, keep an eye out for our Microsoft-specific podcast, which will also be live later on this week. Head to Apple Podcasts and search for Out Loud Microsoft. Anyway, thanks for listening.